0: Okay, thank you so much for that special. I forgot to mention we have one visitor, and I would like to welcome Ma'am Christy Manatas from Kalinan. Ma'am Christy, can you please stand? As, Ma'am Christy? Okay, big round of applause. Uh, walk in siya. We, we praise God for you being here, and we hope and pray that you will be blessed. All of us will be blessed by our service today. Okay, so it's preaching time. Let's prepare our hearts once again. Of course, our Bible by default. uh, Pastor Ingay will explain uh, this uh, faith promise card. Uh, Grab one of these and let's pray. uh, Whatever God's leading uh, for our giving, uh, his will be done. Okay? So without much ado, we'd like to call our pastor, Reverend Sinmo Ingay, to preach to us the very word of God. Pastor, please. Thank you, Sir Greg. And thank you, special. It was great
1: and it really blessed our hearts to, to hear uh, gospel songs, hymns in our church. Before we go to the uh, preaching of God's word this morning, I would like to say hi to all of our members watching us in your individual homes I'd like to say this, that you really have to take extra precautions nowadays. And the numbers of those who are affected by the coronavirus is really increasing every day, and we always find our city on the fifth, um, first five cities almost every day now. So yesterday, we ranked number two next to Dabo del Norte, number one. So please, uh, we need to take extra, uh, extra precautions. Uh, We need to be careful. That's my um, encouragement to you, reminder to you. Piece of advice to all parents who are watching us now, especially the head of the families, Fathers, every Sunday you joined as a family. Uh, meaning, every Sunday we encourage you to dress up. Like you go, you attend a regular services, Sunday services. So you you uh, dress up, you know, uh, presentable for worship. Even though you are at home, uh, you are in your individual homes, but you are part of the worship. Remember, we do not please men. We worship God. So be ready. I ask you parents who are watching now, where are the kids? Where are the young people? And so may I address my call to especially the fathers. See to it that everyone, every member of the family, the children are seated well. And especially the young people. You see, we just cannot tell. I'm, I'm concerned of the spiritual welfare of our children. And so, Mamesha and I share the, uh, the same concern, especially some young people and our children uh, gathered together. Gathered together every Sunday morning. And uh, so, very likely this pandemic will last throughout the year. And we may have this kind of, Worship I don't know if it will if it will be changed, but very likely we will have the same setup of worship online um, throughout the year so one year would be long enough to lose spirituality remember that so our parents, mothers, especially you fathers, every Sunday see to it that your children and Basi malipat mo to us NBA in a channel and Basi uh, to Lebron James Basi uh, to us, uh, uh, KD or Kevin Durant um, is back now So Basi malipat mo see to it that Sunday is worship time Amen And so you parents see to it that they are properly dressed up they are sit and dwell, you pray when we pray you open your Bible when we preach so that's my advice to all of you uh, every Sunday do it, every Wednesday do it if you cannot come present here in church sit to it that you have your Bible every time we have services and all the people say Amen next I would like to explain to you our faith promise program This year, since this is the first Sunday of the year, we begin uh, right on this this uh, Sunday. Um, Our theme for this year is enlarged vision for missions. Say it. uh, No, I almost said. Say it with me. Uh, No, no. Um, Enlarged vision for missions. Where there is no vision. Solomon said, "The people perish." Proverbs 29, verse number 18. So we are—we have a goal of 100,000 last year. I still have to check on Mumbing whether we have reached it, or we went over it, or or failed to reach 100 due to the pandemic. But uh, pandemic cannot cannot—we uh, will not allow pandemic to stop our faith growing. We need to move forward. The need of, uh, I have several preachers calling me this week asking for their uh, needs in their church. By the way, um, have you shown the picture yet, so, Sir Greg sa so, Salawa? So we Lat in Lawa and that means when you have a lot, uh, you have this is the lot we bought. This is four hundred square uh, meter in Inside the town of Blawa uh, or Don Marcelino. That, that, that is the place. So if you have a new lot, then that means you have to think about building. And that involves money. We never beg from outside source to finance our mission works, our mission program. We believe God has people who will, uh, thanks to Mom Joe Asano for sponsoring that lot and uh, brother edwin called me about their need they are renting sa, sa, <clears throat> sa surigao so we need to pray so many needs of the world. so we are increasing our goal no matter what and uh, we, it's all by faith the lord will have to touch the hearts of people for that if the lord and of course we need to increase our faith Meaning, when you increase your faith, you enlarge your vision, you enlarge your your heart, and when the heart is enlarged, the mission works will enlarge. So uh, um, we need to start. You know, if you if you wait few weeks from now to start your faith promise for 2021, you'll be surprised at the end of the year that you're off. Uh, you know. The amount that that you gave, why? Because you started late, and so uh, uh, personally, I have prayed for my faith, promise for my. Uh, the Lord has already spoken to my heart for my increase, and uh, I was happy last Sunday to be able to complete my 52 weeks, and I'm probably I, I, five Sundays, na would go, you know, sa uh, ang months that have five Sundays. Five of them, five months. So that means there are five weeks of the 52. So if you give regularly fifteen uh, you'll be surprised to, to see at the end of the year, the kapag kulang. No? So, and uh, so thank God sa mga blessings sa kunadawat dawat enough to to uh, settle my faith promise. And I thank the Lord every year. The Lord supplies my faith promise 52. ends. So I would like to start today. I'd uh, like to start today. So we need to start today. So remember, in large vision for missions. Weekly goal of 110. Wow. That means 500, uh, five hundred, 5,720,000. No, that's a lot. And but faith, we do it by faith, we give it to the Lord. And all of God's people say, Amen. I start working on faith. Um, my message today, we will not have mission conference due to the uh, travel ban. And uh, so we are praying that God will give your pastor the wisdom to challenge you on faith giving. We start about faith today. In Deuteronomy 1 verse number 32. <clears throat> Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse number 32. Kindly rise as we give reverence to the word of God. Deuteronomy 1 32. I have I purposely chose to have one verse for our text today. But we will be looking at the whole chapter. Deuteronomy chapter 1. This is a new beginning. Actually, this is after the 40 years journey. And this is Deuteronomy means the second law. First law was given at Sinai. And now Moses was giving the second law to the new generation. Who are now um, to be led by Joshua into the promised land. In verse thirty-two, Deuteronomy chapter one, and verse number thirty-two, I hope I, I reach, uh, you know, I, uh, come to you at the back uh, there, clear. In verse thirty-two, it says, "Yet in this thing, yet in this thing, you did not what's the next word? Believe the Lord your God." Wow. Moses was facing the old folks. Almost all of them are gone now. Few of them were present. But there is a new generation. A new generation. That was to take. God changed the new generation. With the, the people. With the new generation. And then Moses said. Yet in this thing, you did not believe the Lord your God. Are you willing to believe God? Are you committed to believe God? I hope the message will be a blessing to all of us today. It took me almost... And I hope that you allow this message to bless your heart. And I like one of the men of the church... Sent a message on our Facebook today. He said attorney, "Mamati ko gusto Said gusto That's it. The Word of God is designed for correction and for establishing us in our doctrine, in our practice, in our living. The terrible sin of unbelief. Bless, us Bless in a very special way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The terrible sin of unbelief. It is so clear that it says there in verse number 32, yet in this thing you did not believe God. Yet in this thing you did not believe God. It's a package in this thing, but it's a whole package that that contains so many other things that cause these people not to believe God. Look at verse number six. <clears throat> verse number six. There it says in Deuteronomy one, verse six: "The Lord your God spoke unto us." The Lord your God spake unto us in what place? In Horeb. In Horeb, saying, "Look at this. God's God's um, analysis in verse six Ye have dwelt long enough in this mountain. You have dwelt long enough.' By the way, Horeb and Sinai." are different names for the same place. What does it mean? When you say Holy, they're the same. Now in Horeb, you have dwelt long enough at this mountain, simply to move on. Amen. You cannot stay in one particular place of your uh, Christian journey. In your journey of faith. You cannot stop. At a certain point. Of your life. You need to move on. You need to move on. God says. And. Uh, on Sinai. I could only picture you. so they came out. Of Gosin. Egypt. They dwelt in. Horeb. Sinai, it was now one year at least. Now not ng 40 year period of their wilderness journey. So, 40 minus 1, 39 na God says, you have dwelt how long? Long enough in this mountain. How long? One year. One year. And why does it so bother God because in verse number 2 says, 11 days journey from Horeb, by the way, of Mount Seir to Kadesh Barnea. 11 days. 11 days and now they are, uh, they have reached one year. Old. Felt comfortable in that place. So they refused to move on. You see, the church in Jerusalem was commissioned by Jesus in Acts 1.8, but said, You shall be witnesses. Up to the end of the world. But they stayed. The apostles stayed. They, they loved their fellowship. And as a result, two things, God did two things. He sent famine throughout the land of Judea and then persecution from the religious group and the political group. And so they were scattered abroad. And those who were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word of God. You have dwelt long enough in this mountain. God told Israel, move on. A year at Mount Sinai was enough. Now, he did not bring them out of Egypt for them to live forever at Sinai. It was time to move on in faith and take the promise. Take the promise. Sir Pastor I, I have reached this level of my faith last year. Now please do not stay there. Please, you need to move on. You need to go to the next level of your commitment to Christ. I hope I can I can have you respond respond say Amen. And so you have dwelt long enough. Look at verse number 7. Turn you take your journey and go into the Mount of the Amorites. And to all the places nigh thereon. And look at this. Turn you and take your journey. Go to the Mount of the Amorites. Though it would be a challenge. God had set the promised land before Israel. God said there is the land. And Moses here remembered when he spoke to them at Sinai. That was 38 years ago, Moses recalled. So they came out of Egypt. They stayed in Mount Horeb, Mount Sinai, for one year. They traveled from Mount Horeb or Sinai to Kadesh Barnea, which is the entrance, the threshold to the promised land. Naano sila sa entrance. It took them one year, so how, now how many years now? Two years. When they arrived at Cadiz Barnia, it was there that they failed. They decided to send 12 spies, 10 came back with evil report. Because of their murmurings, God turned them back in the wilderness for 38 years. 38 years. All in all, 40 years. Why 40 years? That is corresponding consequence of their 40 days searching out the land. He said, well, now, why 40 years? We only went there 40 days. One day equivalent to one year. That is how serious the consequences of not living by faith. The consequences of refusing to to live by faith verse number look at this that he told them to move on and and take the land the land is before you Moses in verse number 19 look at verse number 19 to 21 and when we departed from Horeb we went through all the great terrible wilderness remember this is a review which we saw by the way of the mountain of the Amorites as the Lord your God commanded us and came to Kadesh Barnea here. And he said unto you. Ye are come unto the mountain of the Amorites. Which the Lord your God doth give unto us. Behold the Lord thy God. Hath set the land before you. Go up and possess it. They have arrived. The entrance. All they have to do is to go up. And claim it. And claim it. And claim it. Moses remembers his exhortation to Israel at Barnea exactly 38 years ago. 38 years ago. Moses was dying when he gave this. Moses was at his last days when he gave this. He was reminding them. Behold the Lord, verse 21, had set the land before they go up, possess it. After seeing God's faithfulness In enabling them to cross the land of the Amorites. Moses was ready to lead the nation into Canaan. We're ready. And then verse 21. Fear not. Behold the Lord thy God. Set the land before thee. Go up. Possess it. And the Lord thy God. uh, uh, Thy fathers said. And uh, unto thee. Fear not. Neither be discouraged. Fear not. Neither be discouraged. There are so many discouraging factors. We could, we could just simply say, well, uh, 110 is, is big enough. Maybe we can even lower it, consider we're still in the pandemic. It may be a good idea to hear, but that's, that's, that is not God's will for us. We need to believe God. We need to believe that God is still in control. We need to believe that he is still the supplier, he is still the Jehovah Jireh of this church and of this pastor and all of the members of the church. We need to believe that. Fear not, neither be discouraged. This encouragement was important because this was the critical moment for Israel. It was the real test, actually. Kadesh Barnea. Kadesh Barnea. Since they left Egypt, it's now two years. So they stand before God. All they have to do is to step forward and claim it. God said, I have given the land. He has promised to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob. He said, the land is yours. You are ready now to be, be a nation. You are in fact a nation now. It was a crucial time, crucial moment for Israel. They were like more than a year out of Egypt and ready to go into the promised land. It was there now now before them, you can see it, ready for them. All it takes was to cross Jordan River and you have it. The land is yours. And uh, you, you take it by faith. And if they would not fear, you can have it provided you will not fear or be discouraged. Be discouraged. Verse 22, 23. Deuteronomy 1. And it came, and you came near. You came near unto me, every one of you. And said, we will send men before us. They shall search out the land and bring, and, and, and bring word again by what? We must way we must go up. And into what cities we shall come. So you know the problem was 30 years ago. We were standing at Kadesh Barnea. All we, can, all we had to do was to claim it. Claim it. Step over. Cross over the Red Sea. Uh, I mean the, the Jordan River. And we have it. But all of a sudden. Every one of you came. Bringing nice suggestions. God. Told Moses, you will have the land. Do not fear. Do not be discouraged. I will fight for you. I said, Moses, now, this is a, now, we, we, we want to make some suggestion to you, Moses. He said, send spies to, to find out whether God's word is true or not. What if Mapasubo? tayo God had told them it was a great land. It was a land that flows with milk and honey. But you know what? Maybe. Well, maybe well, not to Moses. Nothing will hurt us. If we will send these spies. To really check on the land. For us. Whose idea? After 40 years. Moses said. You came near unto me. Every one of you. Will send men before us. And they will search out the land. And bring us word. And look at verse number 23. And the saying pleased me well. The saying pleased me well. He came unto me and said, said, We will send men. Moses remembered this suggestion. He looked back with regret. Full of regrets. There really was no compelling reason at all to send uh, to send for spies into the promised land it was all nonsense actually god has already given his word they had the promise of god it was it was all actually it was all foolishness on their part god told them that the land was good unless they did not believe him there was no reason to confirm it uh, on their own. God told them they would take the land and, and defeat the nations. Living, living in those nations. Unless they did not believe him. There was no reason to take, look, uh, take a look at the enemies. And see if God was somehow up to the challenge. If God really meant it. You know he. We need to test God. We need to prove God. And the saying pleased me well. Moses must have, have have had regret as he remembered this. Now Moses, few days left of his life, as he looked back, including him was forbidden by God to enter the land. He can go into the into the up of the mountain, Moses. you try to look at the but you will not be able to enter there because of smashing the scene of, of, of hurting, trying to smash the, the rock, hitting the rock instead of speaking to the rock, that rock that followed them in the wilderness was Christ. Moses must have regrets as you remember this. People suggested it and Moses agreed to it. When you when, when when the ten of the twelve spies came back with a report filled with fear and unbelief, the nation believed them and refused to believe God's promise and enter in. It only gave the people more reasons to doubt God. From reading Numbers thirteen, verse number two, it might it it might seem that this plan to send the spies to Canaan, it seems that there God told Moses, You sent 12 spies. It seems that the plan originated was was something that originated with God, not the people, but Deuteronomy chapter 1 confirms, shows that the plan did not originate with God. The plan was started, it started with the people and was approved by Moses. Thinking they can, uh, they can, they can. Make a lot better than what God's simple word of God has said. Moses, remember the journey. The report of the spies, verse 24. Verse number 24. And they turned and went up into the mountains and came into the valley of Israel and searched for it. And they took of the fruit, verse 25, in their hands and brought it down unto us and brought us word again. And it is good land. Which the Lord our God find the way. All of the 12 agreed that the land was good. But they added, the 10 added to the report. That the land, though it was good, yes, we confirm it, it was good. In fact, the the, 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 the evidence, the material evidence is right now here. One cluster of graves has to be carried by two people. They said, yes, yes, God, the land is good. But they added to the report, but the inhabitants of the, of the, of the land, eat it, they, no, they, the people there eat it, the inhabitants of the land. We saw the giants, the sons of Enoch there, we just look like the hoppers. 38 years ago, they said that in Numbers 13 and Numbers 14. But it seems Moses did not include that. In Deuteronomy, in his review, what not to include included Moses to mga negative report, but generally, he said, all of them agreed that it was really good. Significantly, Moses didn't mention the evil report of the unbelieving spies. Why? In Numbers 13, 28, 29. Why? It is almost as if memory, the memory was so painful that Moses wouldn't even deal with it. It was so painful because that was the very thing that caused them to wander around for 38 years. God waited until all those people that came originally from Egypt died in the wilderness. Died in the wilderness for one reason, lack of faith. For one reason, unbelief. It is a good land, yes, which the Lord our God that gave us. Verse 25. It was enough that the nation of Israel had to report from the godly spies. Just one Caleb. They had the report. Verse 26 33, time will not permit me. I'm just trying to expound the verses here. I'm still in my introduction and we are running out of time. Moses remember, he remembers Israel's unbelieving, you know, rejection of the promised land. Though he pleaded with them to take the land in faith. You know what happened, verse 26 now. But you you have reached to that place. You have you stood in Candus Barnea. All you could have done, we could have done is to claim it, and we have it. God will. Fight for us. We could have enjoyed the blessing. But the problem is notwithstanding. By the way, notwithstanding is said in the book of Numbers 13, Nevertheless. Notwithstanding or never, nevertheless simply means in spite of the promises of God. They have seen how God uh, led them to cross the Red Sea. They have seen how God has provided them. And, and, uh, and, and provided the, the pillar of fire. And the pillar of cloud. They have seen. And they have seen the, the sending of the manna from heaven. In spite of all those things. They yet still question the goodness of God. The ability of God. They refuse to live by faith. Yet in spite of all these things. Notwithstanding. Or Nevertheless. despite the fact that we have seen God's word is true, we will not trust him for great things in the future. God's people, God has been faithfully, God has faithful, I mean, God has been faithful and has faithfully provided. We cannot question God for this year. You would not go up, verse 26, you rebelled against the commandment of the Lord. And ye murmured, verse 27, and ye murmured in your tents and said, because the Lord hated us. Can you imagine? He had brought us forth out of the land of Egypt to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites, to destroy us. They were accusing God of being unfair. They were not persuaded of the love of God that they might, they might, they might, you know, they they, they found it hard to trust a God they did not believe loved them. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. God loves you. He has proven it. He spared not His own Son but delivered Him for us all. You can never say God doesn't love me. God loves you according to this book we call the Bible. God so loved the world. God revealed His love. He commended His love. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You see, many believers are hindered in their walk with God because they are not genuinely persuaded of the love of God for them. They should ask, what would it take me? What would it take for me to finally be convinced? What would convince me that God really loved me? We don't have to wait for God to give us everything we want before we love Him. I will love you, Lord. You give me this, you give me that, you give me this first, and then I will love you. You don't have to do that. You don't have to brag to uh, do that. That is the selfish demand of a short-sighted child of God. Like the child who thinks mommy doesn't love him because he can't have all the candy he wants. I want this lord i want that lord i want that lord if you do not give it to me you don't love me you don't have to wait for god to shower the blessing before you are convinced he loves you god has already given the ultimate demonstration of his love in romans 5 verse 8 yes while we were yet sinners christ died for us the death of jesus christ But the guilty sinners is the ultimate demonstration of God's love. He can do nothing greater than what he has already done in Jesus. You need to be saved right now. You need to accept his love. The Lord your God, verse 30, which goeth before you, he shall fight for you. What a promise. According to all that he did for you in Egypt. Before your eyes. With these words, Moses did his best to encourage them. encouraged the people to call on them to he called on them to sacrifice remember god's past faithfulness and consider that he was able to give them victory in the land of canaan because of what god look at what god has done the same god will give us victory you know satan loves to make us forget what we should remember let me say that again satan loves to have us forget what we should remember the past victories, the the past miracles of God on our behalf. At the same time, He also loves to make us remember what we should forget. He wants us to forget what we should remember. And at the same time, He wants us to remember what we should forget. To torture us, our past sin and and self-life, Yet in this you did not, verse 32, look at verse number 32 please, verse number 32 again. Yet in this you did not believe God. Look at the judgment, the Lord heard the voice, verse 34, 35 of your words, and was wroth and swear saying, surely there shall not one of these men of this evil generation see that good land which I swear to give. Let me read Hebrews 3 verse 18, please. Hebrews chapter 3 verse number 18. As a context to that, open your Bible in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse number 18. There it says, But with whom was he grieved 40 years? Question mark. Paul says, With whom was he? With whom swear he that they should not that, that enter this rest?" but to them that, come on now, believe not. Believe not. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. I ask you, the majority of the children of Israel died. Those who originally came from Egypt, they died. I am asking you, are they saved or not? Because they have failed God, are they in heaven right now or not? Are they saved or not? Yes or no? Saved. Remember the Passover. They were covered by the blood. Salvation does not depend on your faithfulness. Salvation depends on the faithfulness of Jesus to keep us. I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out. But they have failed to enjoy their spiritual, to claim their spiritual uh, inheritance. Causes that, I hope I can get this. My first point is this. Look at the causes that lead God's people to fall into the sin of unbelief. Barnea, according to Numbers 13 and 14, it was at Barnia that the Israel believed the report of the unfaithful spies and rebelled against God, refusing to go into the promised land. They believed the evil report. There are 11 days' journey, according to verse 2, from Horeb by the way of Mount Seir to Barnia. The journey from Mount Horeb to Kadesh Barnea, only took eleven days. Remember this: the journey from Kadesh from, from Horeb or Mount Sinai to Kadesh Barnea was only eleven days. Eleven days, eleven days. Remember that. But the Kadesh Barnea, from Kadesh Barnea, the threshold of the Promised Land, back to Kadesh Barnea. Back to the threshold of the promised land. Took them 38 years. From Canis, Barnea, because they refused. balik balik, balik, libut, libut. Until God waited that every one of them, their carcasses fell, their dead bodies fell, were scattered in the wilderness. If you refuse to live by faith, remember whatsoever is not of faith you see you are just waiting for the right time for you they all died in the wilderness and look at this place this was because it took 40 years for the generation of unbelief those who were adults when israel left egypt hebrews 3 verse 17 whose carcasses fell in the wilderness So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Forty years. God turned them back into wandering. God turned them back to be destroyed by snakes. To be destroyed by the heat of the sun. To be destroyed by sickness. To be destroyed by his curse. Forty long years. Corresponding to their 40 days. The reason why 40 years. Because they spent 40 years. The spies spent 40 days. In searching out the land. They are God's people. Failing to live by faith. Will hurt us. Now. How did it happen? Quickly if so I can. It happened when day number one. Allowed the people. With negative attitude influenced their thinking and their decisions in life now let me go to the core of the message now the myth of the word of god that you need to listen to it happened when they allowed the people with negative attitude influence their thinking and their decisions in life two groups of people that caused their wrong decisions in life number one the mixed multitude. I, I, I hope I have enough time to expound that. During the time of Moses when God's people were living bondage. Some, listen to this, uninvited guests accompanied them. This guest caused the people of Israel to sin against God. They were preparing to go and uh, uh, the, everything is accounted for. They have their children, the little ones, they have this and that. So they go. They started marching. All of a sudden, a group of men joined them. Uninvited guests. They are called the mixed multitude of the word of God. The mixed multitude. These people who had no encounter with God of Israel. Basis siguro kay magagwa parin mga basi sa iyo, anong tagas ng ilong huy dahi, asa na ka dahi? na Ing na si Moses. Maski guyuron pa ko ka ng alambre, musunod ko dahi. May usap ka, yung people na nagustuhan sa mga standby sa Kada duming umakita nila si Inday nga faithful sa church, the dog bible niya Kadu gay an ilang gingon tong ilang gidol tong amigon langa tag Bible Baptist pod. Sanga dong, unsa mebuhato na mo nga maka maka sulod mismo kinabuhi ni Inday. Faithful debutado mo na sa Bible Baptist. Sa mo, mah pala hubog mo. Wa mo. Pero unsa magibuhato na mo? Kini o Bible. Bible re makausab niyo. Masunod ka na siyang kinabuhin eh. Ako'y problema si Inday. Siya ha, Bible. And so, uh, tagaang takag verse doon. Kala nga verse, isulat nimo mo, ako'y hatag siya So, excited na kayo siya ng verse. Pagbasa sa babae ng Bible Baptist, siya, doon na kay lima kabuok bana og siya nga imong gaika, kaipon ka ron, di you see, the wrong crowd of mixed multitude. They had no encounter with the Lord, the God of Israel, no promise of Canaan for their focus, no covenant with God, no law of God to guide them. They didn't leave Egypt because they were tired of living in Egypt and longing for redemption of God, rather they followed Israel uh, for, for curiosity's sake, after they saw the manifestation of the power of God, might be during the 10th plague, they saw God's power overpowered, uh, overpowered the, the magicians of the manifestation of the power of God was so strong over the gods of Egypt over the prophets of Egypt, over their magicians in Egypt They were convinced outwardly. But they were not saved. There were people who. They they, they are people who left Egypt. Without Egypt leaving them. Who are these people? And it can come to church. They are those who are never fully committed to God. I have to hasten myself. Number two. They are those who always long. For looking back. They long or, or they, they long for or look back to the things they left behind them, behind or whatever things, um, whatever things they 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 have left. They wanted to go back there. They wanted to look back. Gamay nga problema they would say they would cause division sa of the of the Israel. Ah, may pas Egypt kada pagtingkaon, dili kaon, wai tubig. Every time complaint was raised, it was the mixed multitude that raised it. That is why people would say, how can I become a member of the Bible Baptist? First qualification, you must be born again. You must be saved. You must know the Lord. They are those who grumble and complain first when hardship uh, arises. Numbers 14 verses 1 to 3. And number four, they are always source of trouble, discouragement, and discord among the brethren. They don't, they don't, they don't pay attention about victories in church. They have no they have no heart, you know, rejoicing when people are are saved. All they want is to find what they can they can spread around, negative things they can spread around to hurt the church, to hurt the pastor, the mixed multitude. They're always the source of trouble, discouragement, and discord among the brethren. Number five, they are not teachable. Rather, they bring in their own visions to cause division. Ah, I have this pastor. And if you don't listen to them, they would cause division. The mixed multitude. They are fault finder and not path finder. A woman was so dedicated she, she put oil on the head of Jesus, the feet of Jesus. Mr. Judas raised an issue. He said, what, what waste is this we're doing? That expensive perfume could have been sold and given to the poor mixed multitude. Why Judas was not saved? There are no cravings for these things of God. Another group, because I have no time, a people that had wrong influence, wrongly influenced the lives of the people that insisted their own man-made ideas rather than the revealed word of God. We follow one principle: the word of God. We only do what is written in the word of God. And God's word says. The moment you arrive at Cadiz Barnea. Step into the promised land. No less. No more. What did you say Lord? My will is that. When you come there. When you arrive at the entrance of the promised land. Cross over the, the Jordan River. And claim it. Don't you worry about the, those hidden nations there. I will fight for you. I will make sure that you will win the victory. You know what happened? All of a sudden, Moses says, every one of you came. I said, Moses, we have, you know, we have, we, we met last night, and this uh, is a party, sa a birthday, so-and-so, Nag met pastor, and we want to raise this suggestion to you. Ayaw nang dritsu-dritsu ba iksalig sa ginoo. Living by faith, makaka- makakaong ka na. Hinyaun niya akong tinood nga, Mone, madisgasya ta ikaw ba sulod sa mga Na maayuan ni Dong, sir, maayuan ni Moses, padala sa mga spies. You know, those spies that came back bringing evil report cause their wandering and it costs their dying. You listen too much to people who are negative, negative, it will hurt you. Remember that. It will hurt you first before it hurts the work of God. And it was so painful for Moses to see these leaders. In following the Lord, we only have one thing to follow. One standard to follow. One law to observe. And that is the word of God. We have the Holy Spirit of God to guide us. Man made idea sounds good. For Moses says, When you came to me, when you came to me, you know, I heard it like music in my ears. It sounds like music in my ears. I was well convinced. Yes, okay, okay, now, God says. Now, Moses, di, di mag-irmong pugnan. You want, you will do whatever you want to do. God, lasting sige so you no, know, please send each 12 one per tribe. So that when the reports come, do na pag mabilin. And thank God, do na pag-ibig mabilin. So, ayaw ko hali ka grupo lang ha, kay United na sila. Pag negative, negative, sunog So you need to, to, to take. That is God's, God's, you know, paapas sa you know. They came back. Thank God. Man-made idea. Sounds good. But Christians, remember, we have the Bible. We're indwelt by the Holy Spirit. There's only one proper way we make our decisions in life. The Bible. The Bible. The Holy Spirit. Prayer. Much prayer. Again, go back to the Bible. The Holy Spirit and much prayer. And then again go back to the Bible. And then Holy Spirit and prayer. Avoid making decisions in, you know, in life without, without spending much time in prayer. Man-made ideas will always end up hurting you. Look at the children of Israel. So much pain and heartaches. They experienced death, they experienced defeat because they simply allowed the mixed multitude to dictate the decisions in life because they allowed the wrong influence of the people. Feel their negative thinking. Do not allow the negative thinking of the people influence you to slow your steps to prevent you from going forward for God. Your commitment is serving the Lord. Joshua and Caleb made made. Uh, you know, they they, they, they were steadfast to the promise of God. People with negative, you know, attitude will hurt your life, believe me, sooner or later. When God's hand begins to move in your life, you begin to realize because I have listened too much to people instead of. Because once we once we Set aside the principles of God's Word. Expect this if you are a child of God, expect the hard hand of God in your life. And please, I have no more time, but do not allow the days you spent in life here to be counted as wasted years. All of their time in the wilderness, no matter how they tried. Hebrews 11, verse number 29. Hebrews 11, verse number 29, please. Observe here carefully. By faith, they passed to the Red Sea, in the dry land, which the Egyptians are saying to do were drowned. So we are looking, we are looking at the account now. In all Hebrews, it ended up with the children, I mean the, the, the forces of Pharaoh being drowned in the sea. Look at verse 30. As we continue. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down. But they were compassed about seven days. Something, Something is lost along the way. There is a missing link there. From the Red Sea. The next thing we see, verse 30, wall of Jericho. Where was the 40-year struggle wilderness? Not included, diba? Right? Now read it again, verse number 29. It ended with the Egyptians being drowned and then it continued with the wall of Jericho. Something is lost. Nawala ang ilang wilderness journey because those time, uh, you know, those were years and times of their lives considered as wasted years. You do not want to end your life struggling with God, living with unbelief. You, until now, many Christians still struggle with God in the matter of giving. They still in spite of the fact that they have seen how God has blessed Christians who are true, who are faithful and giving, they still struggle. Why? Because they don't believe God. They don't believe God. I have no more time. Allow me to give you the third point. Unbelief is a sin so wicked. It is a sin so wicked. Not only wicked, but dangerous. Dangerous. Yet in this thing you did not believe your God. Hebrews 3 verse 18 and 19. To whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believe not. We see that they could not enter in, verse 19, because of unbelief. Why is unbelief so cruel? Why is unbelief so dangerous? Why is unbelief so wicked? unbelief is doubting the promises and the goodness of God. It's mistrust of God's power. When you refuse to believe, you're simply saying, I don't believe God. I don't believe God can do it. You hear some Christians faithful in their giving, in their faith promise, in their walk of faith. I don't believe, I don't really believe God can do it. When you distrust God, when you When you live, you allow unbelief to uh, cripple you, to come into your heart and mind. You're simply declaring to people that God is not to be trusted. It's not worthy to trust God. Unbelief is so wicked for it is the mother of every other sin. Every single sin you commit is produced by unbelief. The reason why you are this and that, the reason why you are boxed them today, the reason why you are cold and indifferent today, the reason why, because of one thing, unbelief has crept into your heart and life. Unbelief disables you. Unbelief cripples a man to perform any good work for God. Remember, whatsoever is not of faith, is sin. Without faith, it is impossible to do, God. Whatever you do, if it is not of faith, is sin in the sight of God. Remember that. You question God. Unbelief would utterly, literally lead you to be ungrateful to God. To be ungrateful to His promise. To be ungrateful to His provision. And lastly, unbelief will be severely punished. But with whom, Hebrews 3 verse 17, was he grieved for tears? Was it not with them that had seen What sin? Whose carcasses fell in the wilderness. They all died and were left on the sand of the desert. All of those who had seen the wonders of God, what God had done, were cut down and died in the deserts through which they were passing such an example of the effect of revolt against God and of unbelief unbelief has led to murmuring led them to idolatry and eventually led them to rebellion the reason why as I close we should not allow negative influence to come into our lives because negative people can affect your attitude they have breached the place They were willing to follow Moses. But because of the negative people, all of their commitments were broke down. Negative number two, negative feedback from negative people will affect your thinking. And always, and you know what is at stake? Always is your personal service to God. You cannot serve God properly in your church because so many people have... Have You have entertained negative things. Like those people. We cannot go. We cannot go. Only two men stood. We can. We cannot go. They were beginning to pick up stones to stone Moses. Number three, they will always drain your energy. I tell you, maski unso ka faithful if you keep looking at your uh, inbox if you keep looking at your Facebook, if you keep looking at what you see and what you, uh, what you hear, you know what? Believe me or not, it will drain your energy in serving the Lord. In serving the Lord. The secret of Caleb and Joshua, both of them focus on the promise of God's word. Set. God has set in their lives. You know what the secret in serving God? Follow God. He will never fail you. He will never cause you any shame. Negative people will never provide you encouragement. Remember that. Look at your spiritual life. It all began. And the sad things, once you allow them to find way in your mind, to sneak into your heart, you will have a hard way, a hard time getting rid of them. You will have a hard time getting rid of them because always they would come back. Always they would come back. Always they would come back. Later you realize you have been you have been you no, you have been controlled in your mind your you know your your action, your decision, by negative influence. Remember, number six we cannot tell who will survive this pandemic will not live until daghan pasyak ko on you need to remember this life is too short to allow the negative influence to affect your service i came here to this church i remember i stepped here with my confucius Mamsel was there. She witnessed that morning. First Sunday of August, 1981, I stepped here. serve the Lord. I came with a, with a vision of serving the Lord. With a commitment of serving the Lord. And I have had so many negatives for the past 40 years. But I have decided. I remember when we had the lot in Mati, we had the building. And some people were suggesting, Brad, karoon na kay lote, kay building, bia na ng guerrero. It sounds good. But if you're committed to God, if you're committed to God's purpose, you will remain in the service of the Lord. Negative people will never allow you to grow spiritually. Once for all, surrender your life. Experience real revival in your life today. Ask God as we start this year. Ask the Lord to fill your life with His power, with His blessing, with His purpose. Serve God seriously. In 2021, let this message bring victory in your life this very hour. Not next time, not next week, but right now. Surrender your life. It's time, as Hosea said, break up the fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord. A fallow ground is hardened heart. Hardened by unbelief. You need to break the soil of my heart, God. I need revival. If you're listening to me, Right now, listening to me, Christians, it's time for us to dedicate our lives. It's time for us to humbly take the Word of God as God's message to us individually. And there's only one thing God can correct us. His Word. Shall we all stand up, please? Heavenly Father, thank you for the Word of God today. As we sing one verse of invitation, dear Father, I pray that souls might get saved. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen and amen. We're going to sing one verse, Sir Greg. And, and whatever decision you make for God, whether to increase your faith, promise, commitment, we have those cards beside you. Whether to increase or determine to serve the Lord year 2021, do it during this invitation.
0: That's between you and the Lord. It's a great peace. Thank you, Pastor. The Word of God has been preached. Today is a great opportunity. If you haven't been saved, God made a promise, John 3.16, for God so loved the world. He loved us all. That He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever, if conditioned, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, will not go to hell. But have everlasting life. will be in heaven with God one day. So today is a great day for you to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior by faith. What song are we going to sing, Brother Mark? Okay, so we will only sing one verse. Only one verse. Uh, go ahead, uh, Brother Mark. Only Take one verse. Let it be. Sing only one verse receive Christ as your Lord and Savior be saved today after you receive Christ tell others about the good news of salvation be part of the great commission Christians whatever your commitment to God uh, now is the right time to tell God about it and tell God about your prayers and supplications especially uh, our tithes and faith promise ask God whatever is leading his leading will be done. Just pray for this church. Pray for our family members that they will be saved and be revived. And all the people say, Amen. Thank you so much for a great message coming from the book of Deuteronomy. That's the first uh, preaching by our pastor for this year and uh, also our first service for this year. So praise God, He has given us victory and i believe now we have a great internet connection today that our members are there so thank you for being with us especially our first time visitors and for those who are with us in the live streaming let's close our eyes bow down our heads and let us pray heavenly father and loving god thank you so much for the lesson that you have given upon us coming from our pastor which is reconfirmed from the word of god Thank you for uh, reminding us to move on with our spiritual life so that we'll be able to reach the next level of our spiritual maturity. Help us, Lord, that uh, the moving will uh, have that victory that you have promised unto us. For you have said, never leave thee nor forsake thee. Thank you so much for your plan, dear Father to send your son to die for our sins. As we know, we learn and we believe that Christ's death is a great demonstration of his love to us, in spite that we are sinners. Say by grace, Lord, uh, help us to remember always what you have done to us, the many blessings that you have given upon us last uh, 2020. And we are looking forward, O God, that this year you will continue to bless your people. And help us to be part of the Great Commission. As the Bible says, uh, the harvest is plentiful. There are so many who haven't been saved, but the laborers are few, only few Christians. Help us, Lord, that we will be part of this smaller group of Christians that will tell others about the good news of salvation. Help us, Lord, to read the Bible this year and uh, help us to be able to continue praying and dedicate our lives to you, O God. For we know that our enemy is like a roaring lion seeking home. He may devour, continue to protect us, provide us with our needs. As we are about to go, bless your people, dear Father. Thank you so much for all the things that you have done unto us. You are worthy to be lifted up, not only today, but forever. Return back all the glory unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hai, Emem. Dengan selamat main bunta ke